On today's show, Uncle Sam calling, or maybe it's Uncle Tex calling this week, crises averted, and more bipartisanship than we usually see. The toss-up will come to order for the session of December the 10th, 2021. I'm Jackson Keith, and I'm the only one here, so I suppose I'm the speaker. And welcome to the Apolitical Politics Podcast for people who hate politics podcasts. And to start off a personal privilege to address the chamber, I have been trying to record for the last 20 minutes and haven't been able to because I've had the hiccups, and I've been waiting for them to go away, but they have not, and I've given up on waiting. So I apologize for any inconvenience, auditorially, that that might cause. However, the Texas legislature is now recognized. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Taxes. You either love them or you hate them in Texas. Taxes. And unless you're an accountant or an economist, you probably hate them. For the past 20 years, Texas has had a multi-billion dollar corporate tax incentive program called Chapter 313 that discounts local school property taxes for corporations. However, for the first time in its history, lawmakers decided against renewing the program. The program set to expire at the end of 2022, bringing up the question as to whether Governor Abbott would call back lawmakers before the next regular session, which is slated for January 2023. They have a very long vacation in the Texas legislature. Proponents of Chapter 313 say that the tax break has caused several industries and businesses to set up in Texas, while critics believe that many of these industries would have to come to the state regardless. Now, in election news, Joy Diaz, a reporter with KUT in Austin, has announced her plan to run for governor with the Democratic Party. The chair now recognizes the House of Representatives, and here we go. On Tuesday, the House on a Party Line vote passed an interesting package that routinely funds Medicare, but also this time creates a one-time process by which Democrats will be able to raise the debt ceiling without much Republican interference and without any Republican votes. Then they, they pass that debt ceiling hike, which is expected to get through the Senate quick and easy. In fact, it did. This provision is a, quick, is a big victory for Democrats who are in the majority right now since raising the debt ceiling was expected to be a lot more difficult than it ended up being. And it stopped the end of the economic world, which is great in some ways, but other ways, you know, the end of the economic world would be kind of nice. Anyway, on Wednesday, the House passed a bill sanctioning China for goods sold to Americans that employ forced labor of Uyghur Muslims in West China. Republican Senator Marco Rubio of Florida will now lead the charge to get it passed in the Senate. Now, the vote on the package in the House was a razor-thin 428 to 1, and this comes after President Biden announced a diplomatic boycott of the 2022 Olympics in Beijing. It's so weird that there's already another Olympics after this year. Anyway, that day, they also unanimously passed the CAROL Act, which funds more uh, cardiovascular treatment research, as well as the National Defense Authorization Act, not as unanimously, although that allocates $770 billion in military funding for next year. That bill did have bipartisan support and a 363-70 vote count, but also had bipartisan opposition, with 51 Democrats and 19 Republicans voting nay. Former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows has sued the January 6th committee, alleging that their subpoenas against him overstepped their authority and that the committee does not have the authority to enforce them. Now, he was previously cooperating with the committee, but now it's expected, uh, now the committee itself is also expected to pursue charges of, of criminal contempt of Congress against Mr. Meadows. So basically, it's a countersue in that case. And in another installment of representatives behaving badly, the House Progressive Caucus introduced legislation to strip Representative Lauren Boebert of Colorado of her committee assignments for some pretty heavy stuff she said that I really just don't want to repeat right now, so I'm not going to. Also, Representative Matt Gates, under investigation for child sexual abuse, said Wednesday that he has talked with former President Trump about running for Speaker of the House if the GOP takes it back in 2022. 
Now, Mr. Trump is not constitutionally eligible to serve as a representative from Florida since he hasn't lived there long enough, but you don't have to be a member to be a speaker. Now, will this actually end up happening? Who knows? Who can expect it all? If you Are you excited about this? Are you scared about this? Let us know. Actually, you probably shouldn't let us know because this is the kind of thing that should probably be left to Facebook to discuss. Anyway, the chair now recognizes the Senate. With 10 Republican votes, the Senate passed the process bill for the debt ceiling increase that we talked about earlier, sending it to President Biden to sign. Now, that's not a debt ceiling hike, but it, it lays the way for the Democratic Party to do it on their own. And that's all that we'll say about that since we don't want to waste your time. Also, two Democrats joined all Republicans in voting to repeal President Biden's OSHA COVID-19 vaccine mandate. Although that bill banning it from taking effect is likely to die in the House. So the most likely path to potentially blocking the mandate in the workplace is through the judicial process. Will the courts be friendly to it? Well, that's a toss-up. And that's everything for today, folks. Please join us next Friday right here on The Toss-Up as we continue to wait with great expectations for legislatures to solve all our problems. Until next time, The Toss-Up stands adjourned until December the 17th. Our clerks of research for this episode were Ananya Shreeder, Prisha Singh, and Jackson Keith. This episode was edited by Jackson Keith. And in case you're wondering about Donovan Douglas, he's getting a closer look at the Senate by hiding under the Capitol basement, listening to the Senate through a cup in the ceiling.